Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, the number one sports uh, book app in the entire country. Check it out in the entire world. All right. Now, joined by the big dog, I affectionately call the big dog, Mr. Brody Dryden. Big dog, how you doing, my man? Pretty good. Thanks for having me, Mike. It's a, a pleasure to be back on the pod. All right, so you were there on in the trenches. I was up in the press box, <laughs> but we, not we, all, we can't all be as cool as you, Mike. Well, we also don't get to all call games from courtside as well. So <laughs> put it to you like that. But and again, already got a bunch of comments coming in. Back the A, Kobe Thiel, Yavapai. We're gonna get all of that. And then, uh, by the way, KB Thiel was that Brody I heard on the pregame the other day. If so, sounded like it. Brody, you want to confirm? Absolutely. I, I can confirm Do, doing it with uh, Kyle Quinn. He's uh, mm-hmm. a, a great, um, you know, from uh, playing in the late Stoops, early Rich Rod uh, era and uh, been doing it with him. So it's been a good time this season. So, yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's talk this game, though. You were sitting in the trenches, though, around a bunch of Bison fans. And first of all, I will give them I'm going to give them this. Um, they definitely traveled very well. I will give them that. I was also incredibly annoyed, though, and I will t- I'll tell you this. I've never had this happen. I was going up in the elevator into the press box, and uh, this guy who was with the bison, he just kept hitting me in the arm saying, go bison, go bison, go bison. And I'm like, finally, I just said, dude, don't touch me. And then, like, the uh, it was funny, the security guard uh, in, the, uh, in there, she said, sir, I've already told you to stop touching people like that. And I was like, I've never <laughs> he's, seen that. He's a repeat my, offender. That wasn't dude, his He's first. a repeat offender. <laughs> and I just wanted to say, dude, I, and at that point, I'm like, man, I really hope Arizona wins, which they did. Arizona wins. Uh, they're now 2-1 and one on the season. I think everybody, and I think Lawrence Castillo puts it perfectly here. 2-1 and one is pretty amazing. Great job. Big dog, if I told you before the season that the Cats would be 2-1 and one going into conference play, what would Brody Dryden think? I mean, you can't ask for better, honestly. Going into the season, I think there were definitely possibilities or 
you know, thoughts that it could start out 0-3, uh, right. considering how last year went against San Diego State at home and then going into San Diego, playing them, in, you know, in that first stadium, obviously took care of business there. I mean, uh, I, the one loss being Mississippi State, uh, that I'll, I'll, I'll take that any day of the week, you know, right. because, um, yeah, 2-1 and one going into conference play, and now you got a couple – uh, you know, favorable matchups uh, mm-hmm. ahead. Cal, I mean, it's going to be their homecoming game, but still, uh, you know, it's not like your USC. They're they're facing, or I mean, ASU. They're they're facing a, uh, USC, Washington, um, mm-hmm. and and Oregon. Oh, they've got like, a gauntlet right now. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like a, you know, I feel like Arizona has a pretty good. Um, early conference schedule lined up for them, starting out two and one. I mean, you really can't ask for much better. It's been it's been great to see, and especially coming off a, a win like that, I think you know if you lose two in a row, you, you drop Mississippi State, right. then lose at home to North Dakota State, you're in a lot worse position going on your uh, first away conference game of the season. And make no mistake, North Dakota State's good. I like to I like trolling their fans, but that's a team that that's absolutely a power five level team that would win a lot of games in the pack. They were big. They they were dude. It was funny. I was on uh, uh, field level, like when they started coming out, you know, out of the locker room, and I could, I mean, you know, if you if you were there, you saw it. They were bigger than Arizona. And again, that's mm. not a you know a condemnation on Jed Fish. This is his first year here. That's a program that's been rolling now for you know quite a while. But that was a big group of guys that could absolutely play. So make no apologies on that win. Arizona fans deserve it. Um, yeah. Let's start with Jaden Delora though, right here. And uh, um, I had a I overheard something in the, uh, that I thought was interesting. He said, you know, Jaden Delora says he's going to make some mistakes, but he's going to be able. He's got the talent. He's got the capability to be able to keep you in every game to be able to win some games. And Big Dog in that fourth quarter, man, he made some big time throws right there. And it's just obviously no disrespect to previous quarterbacks, but Arizona hasn't had somebody like him in quite a while. Absolutely, and I feel like one thing. Last year, with a, a few different guys that you put out there week after week, it was kind of like, you know, you knew what you were going to get, and it wasn't going to be that much different than the, the previous week. Where I feel like Jaden Delora, even, I mean, facing different teams in Mississippi State, North Dakota State, I, I think uh, the, the coachability is definitely there because Jed Fish talked about it in press conferences, you know, uh, questions from the media in terms of, uh, pressure on Delora to run the ball when he's right. got the opportunities and and things like that. I think he took a lot, um, not necessarily because the media asked or anything, but you know, it, it learned from some of the mistakes, watched the the film for Mississippi State, and I feel like he capitalized on a lot of those opportunities um, against North Dakota State. So I think that's already promising early on in the season. I mean, this is a guy who's still young. You know, I think right. he came in. Well, you know, he's got the accolade as the reigning Pac-12 freshman mm-hmm. of the year. So there's kind of the, this uh, baggage, I suppose, like, all right, th- this is the guy. But he's still really young. But for him to be uh, coachable um, or, you know, really seeing that improvement from one week where it was a little bit tough there uh, to, you know, getting the win, making those great throws, improving in a lot of those aspects, I, I think it's a, a great start for him this season. It, it- 
And, you know, he said, and Jed Fish said before the season, he said, you know, we're going to play a lot of freshmen this year, and we're going to play a lot of freshmen a lot. And, you know, you always – I mean, you've been around the game a lot, Brody. It's A, a lot of times you, you'll hear coaches say that, you know, it's to either keep the roster happy or whatever the case may be. Jed Fish is playing a lot of freshmen and, he, and newcomers, and he is playing them early. You look at it, uh, Jaden Delora, newcomer, obviously. Jonah Coleman's getting a ton of carries. We're going to get to big Jonah there in just a second. Tanner McLaughlin, our guy, who maybe we might be looking at the first tight end since Rob Gronkowski that's a formidable threat out there or is at least being utilized. T-Mac, we, you know, we can keep going on and on down the list. But it's impressive to do what they're doing right now, Big Dog, with the fact that you've got so many newcomers out there and so many guys that are 19, 20 19, 20 years old. I mean, that's that's some good stuff right there. Yeah, I next uh, Yavapai Duke, great point, and we're going to get to him next. But Jacob Manu again. That there's a lot of good stuff going on right here. Yeah, and I, you know, I think it's a, a testament. And um, you know, I think uh, you, some people are out there wanting to slow uh, the praise on what this coaching staff Ooh. has done. And I, it's a cliche that every single coaching staff across. Um, I guess any sport across any professional college, you know, they talk about the, the culture and they want to have a great culture. And that's the key to a, a great program. But it's one thing to say it in a press conference when you're hired or, right. you know, right. early on in the, te- in the tenure. But I think that's a testament to the culture that Jed Fish and his staff has brought because it takes that a, a really good culture to bring in a lot of different guys from different areas uh, from different schools, put young guys, older guys, uh, grad students all together and and make them a, a cohesive unit because it's a gamble or it can be a gamble if, if things are unsteady or uh, not everyone is bought in and, and mm-hmm. it, it's just kind of um, and know, it's every man for itself. Exactly. So I, I think it's just a, a testament to what they've done in terms of that culture. Um, you know, I, I, I wonder that sometimes where it's like, all right, what is, what is good culture? Is that, you know, because if you go to a job and it's like, oh, yeah, we do pizza uh, at lunch once a month or something. Right. And you're yeah. like, well, that I mean, you're saying it's good culture, but it's not really. I feel like we're seeing it in practice and it, it's actually happening with this Arizona team. They're a cohesive unit and uh, the culture is responsible for that. Yep, job culture means everything because you get the most out of your employees, and you know what? Uh, it just fosters it fosters a sustainability all the way around. Big dog, have I told you about the DraftKings sportsbook app? Code word PHNX. A little bit, but I think I need to hear more, Mike. Okay, so here's the deal. Right now, and this is for just new customers, though. You can put down five bucks. And you can get $200 in free bets instantly. You might say, Mike, that couldn't possibly be true. It is true. And guess what? I'm going to tell you something a little bit even more. You can also experience the thrill of if your team is up 10 at any point during the game, you get that money immediately. It's that simple. Again, so you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and then use code word PHNX. Very important, PHNX. That's promo code PHX in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. There's two NFL games on today. Why in the world would you not be part of the DraftKings Sportsbook app? Also, want to give our good friends at More Furniture a, a big shout out. MOR Furniture. They've uh, put together the entire uh, uh, PHNX uh, uh, office. Looks really sharp, really smooth. 
Big thanks to them. Check them out at morefurniture.com. And you know what? These things, Brody Dryden is actually six foot eight. He tries to tell people that he's only six, seven. He's not. He's lying to you. He's six foot eight. And they have kind of furniture for all size of people. People like me who are about four foot one and people like Brody who are about six foot eight. Check <laughs> it out, morefurniture.com. All right, big dog. So now let's talk about, let's talk a little bit about um, what just kind of, all right, on the defensive side of the ball. You and I have watched, we watched the Rich Rod era. And I was actually, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Rich Rod. I'll be honest with you. I was, oh more than, I was more than okay with it. But the one thing about it, though, is that the defense always seemed to kind of crumble at the end. You were going to have to win games 49 to, you know, 38. Uh, Sumlin, there was nothing good really about the Sumlin era. So, but what we've seen from Johnny Nansen through three games with this new look defense is yes, they're going to give up some points. They're going to give up some yards for sure. But at the same time, they're also forcing turnovers, seven turnovers through three games. And these have been some huge turnovers there, Brody, when they've absolutely needed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've been super impressed by uh, Johnny Nansen, because that was a, a kind of a risk or, you know, just an unknown. I, I guess sure. when Jed Fish initially brought in Don Brown, it was like, all right, this guy has been around the block. Right. You could tell right away. He, he's the guy, Johnny Nansen, a little bit more unknown, but he's certainly, you know, through the non-conference slate, uh, proved himself as a good defensive coordinator so far. He's got his guys um, playing well. I mean, you know, he's got he inherited a, a great group of, um, you know, secondary as well between Christian Roland Wallace mm -hmm. um, and Christian, Christian Young, Young and Jackson, Jackson Turner. Turner. They, they, I mean, that trio right there has just looked so phenomenal. And it, it's uh, a lot better than last year, too. You know, yes. I, I think that was one of the highlights from last year. Uh, if there was one was the defense, you know, looked solid, but the offense just couldn't get anything done. Right. But they they even look like they, especially those three, took a, a huge step. You get Hunter Eccles out of the uh, uh, transfer portal. Mm -hmm. uh, Paris Shands lo lo looking really good. I mean, th this defensive unit uh, really has been impressive. And that was, you know, I don't love the bend, don't break, uh, bend, <laughs> but don't break term. But in right. the second half, that's sort of what happened. And, it was a, a rough third quarter. I think North Dakota State put up 14, uh, two touchdowns in the mm -hmm. third quarter. But then in the fourth quarter, that's when they, they kind of turn things up and you you kind of get worried because they did look a little bit tired out there. You see some hands on the hips and, and, and stuff like that. But then, you know, when they needed to, um, whether it be coaching, uh, you know, the mentality or what, whatever they did, they, they really turned things up and stopped. Uh, the bison uh, when they needed to most at the end of the game. Do you think any of the bison fan went to bison witches after their loss? Hey, I, I think they got out of Tucson as fast as possible. Or if they went to bison witches, they uh, they changed into some more neutral colors. Because or maybe to change into, or maybe they changed into their back the A t-shirts. Hey, I mean, if you were selling those out of uh, right outside Arizona Stadium, Mike, I think they'd uh, go off. Like hot could, make, could make a pretty good make a pretty good profit right there. Absolutely. You mentioned Hunter, Hunter Hunter. You mentioned Hunter Eccles. You know what's another weird thing about watching it? And again, I don't mean this in a condescending terms because, but it's just what we've seen. Jed Fish has a little bit of a pass rush right now between Hunter Eccles, who's been an absolute monster, Jalen Harris really emerging off the edges as well. They've been able to cause some problems for the quarterback. Again, you know Arizona has been run on. That's for sure. But at the same time, the defense is stepping up in ways that we haven't seen before, Brody. 
Yeah, they, they really have. And that was scary when Jalen Harris went down, he got carried over into, I don't know if we ever got details on what happened to, uh, to Jalen Harris during the game, because that, that looks scary. His, his shoulder or whatever. I don't know if they just had to pop it back into, into place or, or something um, during the game, but it was nice to see him get basically right mm-hmm. back out onto the field. But yeah, they really do. I mean, the next step is solving the uh you know stopping the the run game but it's nice to see with and i i, I will say going into the season you know be uh, between keon bars paris shan jalen harris i think that was an expectation so it's right. definitely a good thing that they're uh they're meeting i think hunter eccles was uh, sort of a question mark you know you, you could put some high expectations mm-hmm. There but you never know for guys that haven't yeah. really played a ton, you know? Exactly. You never know. But that's just been like a, a perfect surprise. And, you know, talking about the Jalen Harris injury, I feel like Arizona and knock on wood here has been relatively good health wise, you know? Right. And I think that's a, a huge blessing that shouldn't be overlooked is it seems like um, Arizona can get hit with a, a bad injury bug in, in the past years at certain points. But uh, let's hope that stays, uh, you know, as it's going. And I, I think they're lucky there. Where were your, what were your expectations going into the year, Brody? I don't, I can't remember. How many wins were you looking for? I think I was looking for uh, like four, you mm-hmm. know, I, right. um, because the, the betting lines mainly had it at two and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Yeah. And I think I was hoping for four and I, I felt on the more optimistic side. And now I'm saying, hey, let's let's go to the Las Vegas Bowl. You know, right. I, uh, I, I oh, think man, that, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. And uh, specifically the Las Vegas Bowl, I got the chance to talk to uh, none other than Willie Tuitama um, last no way. week. Yeah, it, it was a it was a great time. Um, he was on the pregame show with us. And, you know, we were talking about how in his heyday when he took Arizona to the Las Vegas Bowl and they beat BYU in 2008 and that kind of sparked you know an upward trajectory in the Arizona football program Mm -hmm. where it it wasn't before that you know and that that led you know after the Mike Stoops era Rich Rod came in not saying there's a a coaching change that is, is necessary there but you know it just led to Nick Foles and um, just some exciting times, bowl games, holiday bowl, uh, stuff like that. And, and obviously in, in recent years, it went right back down, but something like that, where if this is a season where Arizona can scrape out six wins, make it to a lower level bowl. Um, you know, everyone wants the, the Rose bowl. Everyone wants the, the New York, uh, New baby Year's steps here, baby steps. Yeah, exactly. Baby steps. And I, I think we're seeing this team, move in a really positive direction. So I think uh, four was before this season. Now uh, I'm still optimistic. I'm hoping for six here. So you're back in the eight of the term of to, uh, to the tune of six wins. I like that. Absolutely. Well, we're going to look at that schedule here a little bit. Uh, first of all, two things I want to tell you about. Four Peaks Brewery, the official brew of PHNX. Great stuff going on. You can go there. They have Cardinals watch parties. They have all kinds of different things going on there. Great stuff. And again, um, go join the go. Well, I mean, it was tough to watch him last week, but, you know, watch the Cardinals and but again, uh, check out the link in the description and you must be 21 or older. Enjoy responsibly. And another thing, our good friends at Tap and Bottle, we're doing every away uh, uh, away game watch party this year, 230 this Saturday. Uh, Come and join us downtown. uh, Me, Scott, Rebecca, Big Dog, any chance you might show up? I wish I could, but I'm out of town, Mike. 
Oh, all right. All right. I'll let the big dog slide on this one. Are you going up to the game? No, no. I'll just be in Phoenix, unfortunately. Oh, going up the, to Phoenix. Anybody up there you know? The the inferior Arizona City, Phoenix. Right. Okay. I saw you retweet me yesterday. I like that right there. But yeah, uh, join us Saturday, though. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Now, going forward then. So you got California. You got Colorado coming up. I expect Arizona to blast Colorado. Colorado... I'm not even making too much fun on them, but I'm going to because we've been there. We know that game. We know how that works. Um, Arizona is a much superior team to Colorado right now. And with, uh, you know, now with California, California is tough, but California is beatable. If Arizona is able to come back from that California trip and being three and one, Big Dog, all of a sudden, you start looking at a bowl game as being a real, real possibility, and Jed Fish is a possible uh, conference coach of the year candidate. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I see I see Cal as a win uh, this weekend. I, I think um, the momentum like – yeah, I, I'm definitely taking the Cats this weekend. Like you said, Colorado – uh, should be pretty easy. And uh, then that's when Arizona runs into the tough stretch because then they go Oregon, Washington, USC right. all in a row. I think it's good. They're not in ASU's position where they're starting off conference play, especially in the position that their entire program is right now. Um, that That is a, a pretty bad draw, but Arizona is still going to have to face that gauntlet here in a couple uh, weeks and then Utah uh, after all that. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, at the end of the season, ending on uh, at home against Washington State, then at home for the uh, Territorial Cup, I, I feel like those are two very w winnable games. And I think that's where I put uh, my, my six wins, at least where I see right now. So, and who knows, you know, Arizona, you remember that, you know, they love to um, spoil Oregon. And mm -hmm. so Oregon's going to be, uh, at home uh, on October mm -hmm. 8th. And so who knows there. Uh, upset uh, isn't out of the question with this team. So we'll right. see. All right. Now, Brody, let me uh, – so you mentioned ASU. We're going to make fun of ASU a little bit here. Um, I love it. I had, a lot of, I had a lot of people over the years that were telling me, especially when Arizona football wasn't doing well and, you know, Arizona basketball is struggling. Mike, why do you always support Dave Hickey? Uh, here's why I support Dave Hickey. First of all, he's a great dude. Second of all, Dave Hickey gets it. He gets the big picture of things. He gets having a stable athletic department, top and bottom. You look at what he did with the Tommy Lloyd hire, which I think everybody would acknowledge was an A+. Yes, the Sumlin hire didn't work out, but he quickly realized that. And what he was able to do then is bring in a guy who, unlike Sumlin, totally wanted to be here. And you and then people will bash uh, President Robin saying, oh, he's really involved there. He cares too much. I will take those two. Uh, those two mentalities every single day of the week over what you got going on at ASU where you've got a, you know, where you've got a coach or excuse me, an athletic director who isn't making great hires right now. I think that that's fair to say. And you got a president who certainly doesn't care as much as Bobby Robbins. I will take what we have at Arizona every day of the week and I will run with that big dog. Oh, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, it's just a testament to, you know, the time as well that's been put in because it wasn't mm -hmm. necessarily an overnight flip of the switch because right. uh, when Dave Hickey came uh, to Arizona, things were, there were a lot of question marks, a mm -hmm. lot of places. And yeah, it might've taken a, a mistake in, in Kevin Sumlin, but yet again, we always say nobody questioned it when he was hired. Everybody you know? loved the Sumlin hire. There wasn't one person that said that's a bad hire. 
Exactly. So I, I think that I, I loved, I, I think it was when um, Chip Hale was hired and mm-hmm. uh, Dave, he, he kind of said that, you know, he's, he wants coaches and, and people in Tucson that want to be in Tucson that, you know, want to represent the university of Arizona. They're not, uh, it's not a, a place to be used as a, a step um, right. in, in their it's career. It's not a place to collect a paycheck and just do, yeah, go through the motions. Exactly. So I think we're, you know, the athletic department is in a really good uh, place in that department, just because um, you've got a lot of promising new young people, a lot of uh, alumni connection, and just people who want to be there. And and you could see the results starting to happen for the football team. Basketball is coming off a a great year. Uh, Women's basketball is having a a great year, uh, you know, and between softball and baseball, Chip Hale and Caitlin Lowe, you can't ask for much better representatives um, for those programs. I mean, golf is doing pretty darn well, both men's and, and mm-hmm. women's. It seems like just up and down the board, uh, things are in a good spot right now. Yeah. And uh, just a question. A lot of people are asking me about uh, Speedy Luke, a.k.a. Fam on the show. Um Talking with some people, i.e. KB Thiel posting right here and what I just saw on Twitter, it appears that uh, Fam's going to be okay. I'm not sure if he plays this week, but it seems more precautionary. Should be okay. Also, it was nice to see Fam get that nice little run right there during the game as well. So, Oh, yeah. he's He's been very impressive this yeah. year. Yeah, hopefully he's, uh, he, he's all good. If not by this week, then... Uh, come Colorado and that's a, it's I feel like Arizona and honestly the past few years has had a, a pretty luxurious mm-hmm. um, running back room you know there, there's Very been a lot so. of options and uh, you know between uh, Gary Brightwell you know we, we've had the, just a good um, you know combination of you know athletic speedy shifty guys and then some good third down backs and I think um, Speedy Luke is, is going to work out well. He's already working out well as a, as a freshman. And then Coleman with Michael Wiley. I mean, the, those three guys have just been awesome to watch this year. You know what's funny, too, about uh, the entire ASU situation is you might wonder, and it might be difficult for ASU to get a legitimately good coach. I'm going to explain why and not some, and it's for a variety of reasons, but I also want to tell you about Game Time. It's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score deals for tickets, concerts, whatever you, uh, uh, at the last second. If you're a procrastinator, then this is the place for you. We had a guy in the post-game show say that he was able to get the tickets because of game time. We're here to help you. That's what we want to do for you. And you can save up to 60% on the tickets as well when you buy them. Again, great for you procrastinators. If you love PHNX, you love game day, the best way to support us is buying your tickets through the link in the description. Okay, ASU. Let's just say that you're a free, you're a coach on the free market, or that you're a coach at a really good spot. And ASU comes to you, and they're like, "Yeah, we want you to come here uh, for a variety of reasons. We want you to be able to back or to beat the A. We want you to be able to uh, put together a, you know, a successful program. If you have no clue what your sanctions, uh, the sanctions are that are coming down." Why in the world would you take that? Because, again, it seems like if I know at least what the sanctions are, cool. But it doesn't feel like the NCAA is anytime close to telling ASU what they're going to be doing with them. Yeah, I mean, it, it the oh, sort of jokes. Well, I mean, not jokes, but, you know, I, I, I feel like I've just been seeing names tossed around uh, like Urban Meyer and oh, just kind of guys that have like character issues 
Yes, for, every one of the know, character issues were thrown at ASU. Yeah, it's like last chance you, but for <laughs> instead of for the players, it's for the the coach, and it it just doesn't make. At least I wouldn't be if you know if Arizona football had their head coaching position, I wouldn't root um, for somebody like that. Now I don't believe that. Uh, you know, a guy like Urban Meyer should just never be employable again. But what was it like six months ago? I get it. Yeah. What was it like six months ago that uh, all the drama and everything happened? He's picking players on the team and whatnot. Yeah, where where it's like, all right, I mean, I you know, not forever, but maybe give this guy a little bit of time to learn. I mean, he went back to to Fox and and Nebraska wants him now. And, you know, I I get wanting the wins on, on the football field, but I mean, just ethically, it's kind of like these people are going to be shaping the minds and leading um, a group of of young uh, student-athletes. leaders of men. And Urban Meyer does not strike me as a leader of young men. Exactly. I mean, sure, he might get you some wins, but then if there's another controversy or if he continues with, you know, the practices that he had in Jacksonville – Right and and whatnot. Obviously, it's a different situation and with a pro team to a college team. But so I I don't know. I I could see the desire for the wins, but that one just seems weird. And again, if this was like a even like a year or two two years or uh, whatever down the line, I might understand. Or people saying John Gruden. I don't know if that was legitimate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that was legitimate. But it's like uh, I don't know if that's you know really the line you should cross. But yeah, Arizona State's definitely in a tough situation. I mean, I think one of the good routes with the name being tossed around, the offensive coordinator of Oregon or another coordinator, kind of trying mm-hmm. to get their foot in the door, their first opportunity there. How about um, Kevin Sumlin? Would you be opposed to Kevin Sumlin getting the ASU job, Brody? You know, I think that would be a great move for Arizona State. You know, I, I think that would lead them into prosperity. Um, and I, I mean, you can't dispute it. it. No, listen, if you're on the AZ Wildcats podcast and you're saying, man, who would they hire? We're going to go on there and try to find that one out. Here's what Kevin Sumlin can bring to you. He's been at one point he's collected paychecks from like four different schools. Yeah. Um, he's uh, He's been a professional coach now. He's probably ready to get back into the college game. He knows the state. He knows the 70 to 7 debacle. Why not put him on that side and just see what he can do? Hey, he's a part of the uh, Nick Saban coaching tree after his stint as an analyst at uh, Alabama after he left Tucson, right? So, <laughs> I love it. Yes. I, I think yeah. that's his a lot right there. Yeah, for sure. Um, by the way, uh, Jesus VAZ, totally agree with you. We need earlier starts. Um, now for when, for the young bucks, like, uh, you know, the big dog alley who might be watching, it's totally cool. But when you got the old timers like me, it's like, oh, come on, man, we need to have something a little bit sooner than that, but it would be nice to not have eight. And it's, I agree. I agree. I don't, I I don't, I don't love the eight o'clock, um, kickoffs either, but I, I just announced the, uh, Colorado game. The next home game for Arizona is going to be at six 30. So that's a. A pretty reasonable kickoff time. Six thirty is so much different than eight. You know what? Maybe we're making movements in the office right there, just by the strength of the AZ Wildcats podcast and the code word PHNX. It's hard to really know. Um, Brody, I was going to ask you because I didn't want to do a short uh, change here. Can I get you on next week and we can have a full thing on Arizona women's basketball? Sounds good. All right. Everybody out there, awesome interactions as always. Um, You guys are all the best. Appreciate all of you. Um, Brody, uh, 
first of all, I love your jersey set up. By the way, which is that Raptors one behind you? Who's who is that? Oh, that's me. That's me. Oh, me oh, and my uh, me and my roommates in college. We all um, alleged or we not an authorized jersey. The the Raptors one. We just found a website that customizes NBA jerseys, and we all got our favorite. Uh, favorite teams, and we hung them up in the rafters of our, our college house. Right. And so uh, we each did a personalized ones for our for ourselves. So that that one's mine. Well, that's the great thing about the AZ Wildcats podcast. It all stays between friends. Nobody will know. So, Absolutely. All right, all right, Brody. As always, I appreciate you, my man. I appreciate you, Mike. Thanks for having me on. All right, everybody. We'll be back with you tomorrow. William Brad Alice. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Oh.